we've all heard the stories on this show about the struggles that international students are having uh, when it comes to housing in uh, in Canada. But you know what? The more I think about it, the more it seems a little extra lousy to me. I mean, think about it. We invite them here, right? Charge them tens of thousands of dollars to come here. We had a story last week where uh, on the government website, they sort of go through, this is how much money you're going to need, and it's $10,000 a year. you got to be able to prove that you have $10,000 to support yourself when you come here. What are you going to do with $10,000 a year? I mean, most of these students, you know, it's like $800 a month they're telling them that they need. And then they get here and they're like, whoa, we need three times that just to get by in some cities. So I think we're doing them an injustice. And then to make things worse, they can't find a place to live. It's like, uh, hey, welcome to Canada. Oops, we, we don't have a place for you to stay. Seems like a bad deal. And then heaping on top of all of that, they've suddenly become a bit of a scapegoat. A lot of people saying the housing crisis falls squarely at their feet, not just theirs, immigrants in general, right? And there is definitely a case to be made that as you introduce more people into the country, you're going to have to come up with housing. But like I say, it seems kind of like, well, we've made this mess, but let's find out. We're going to have a, a conversation now with uh, Leela Merrim, who is an assistant professor in the Faculty of Education, Simon Fraser University. Leela, did I get the name right? Yeah, pretty good. Okay, excellent. All right. Now, international students. Nothing new, right? This is the other thing. Like we, I've never really talked about international students before. They haven't been in the news very much before, but now... We hear about them, like, it seems almost every day, and typically they're, they're being scapegoated, aren't they? Yes, and this is, it's not new, but it is somewhat new, because now Canada is taking many more international students, and those are not from traditionally affluent background who come to elite university, but rather it become a, a new business, uh, tapping on, you know, unreached market, and of times in, you know, it's what we call, quote-unquote, the global south, Mm -hmm. uh, where people invest a lot of money and family invest everything that they have to send their kids, hoping to get both education and a chance for better lives. Uh, And those students are very vulnerable. And and they're not kind of like, yeah, sorry. No, and I'm just, that's why they do it, which, of course, absolutely, the reason we do it, we have reasons, too, for our own self-interest, and a lot of it is money. I mean, this is a very lucrative enterprise for especially Canadian universities, right? Like, there's a reason we're having almost a million international students. We use them to fund our education system. Yeah, and and this is, you know, I think universities and higher education uh, in general, and especially uh, some private colleges and lower-tier universities become really complicit in this exploitation for you know for revenues and of course this is also governmental problem because this is an outcome of cuts uh, in investment Mm -hmm. of governmental money in provincial and university needs to you know (laughs) if they want to keep on operating they need to have some revenues and the easiest way to get those is via um, international students' tuitions. And, and like you say, this is a, a position we put ourselves in over many, many years, right, of reducing the budgets of these schools or the government mm-hmm. portion of it uh, and increasing enrollment. Because you go back that long ago and we didn't have nearly as many international students. So we, we put ourselves in this position. We totally did. And I think the easiest way now uh, is to blame, as you said, uh, to to blame those students. But they are in many ways... Um, 
really are exploited from the time that they are recruited by education agents that really don't have anything to do with education, then going into universities and, you know, being treated as second-class um, students with less services, not enough housing, sometimes not in the right programs, not in the right, you know, um, institutions, and really need to deal with stuff that you wouldn't want your kid dealing with at the age of mm-hmm. 18 or, or 19. No. Um, and this really, it's not, and, and this is, it's not just in universities, right? So is as you said, housing and exploitation in the job market and sometimes sexual exploitation and abuse. And so those are, they are very vulnerable. And we invited them, but we're not, we're not taking care of them. And, we, and we're not providing them education, but education becomes a way, another way of exploiting them. And then why are they such easy targets for blame? Like you say, they're, they're exploited in many ways, but why have we suddenly heard, um, you know, even the, the federal minister responsible for housing was musing about putting in a cap on foreign students saying that that's part of our issue. Why did they sort of become one of, not the only, but one of the focuses in this situation? Yeah, well, I don't know. Why is it always easier to blame the vulnerable people rather yeah. than the one who make decision and the policymaker and the you know the, the people that have the actual mean? I think this is just a tendency because it's easy to do, but it doesn't mean that this is right. It's not correct. Uh, so the analysis is wrong. They are not to blame for the housing market, and they are caught in this situation yeah. like many other people. But they're not. They haven't created it, and I think actually they deserve. A better solution like many other Canadians and you know international students are in the same part of the same problem that but they didn't cause it yeah exactly yeah and, and now they're stuck like you say dealing with a lot of the same issues that uh, so many Canadians are uh, Leela thank okay. you so much for your time today I really do appreciate you being here thank you for having me 911. 911, what's your emergency? Ah, there was an explosion! Oh my god, the ship is sinking! I can't get out! There's water everywhere! We're going down! I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry! Hurry!